When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. From B105 in Cincinnati, it's the Jesse and Anna podcast. Went to Kings Island yesterday. Total price of the tickets, the two tickets, and the fast lane passes. Bought two of those. Total price. $350. Oh, man, that hurts. Yeah. For you and one other person. Yeah, the girl I'm dating. We went there. And um, ever since we've been dating, just the way it is, and I'm totally cool with it, and I want it to be this way, I just I just pay for everything. Yeah. I don't, I mean, for the most part, there's been maybe one or two instances where, you know, she paid or she split it or something like that, but I never ask. I just, I just pay for it. I'm because like, you like being that kind of a guy yeah. in a relationship. Yes. But this Kings Island thing was like a last minute deal. I didn't think about doing it till Thursday. And then I saw the price and I'm like, oh my gosh. And we were only going to be there for like five hours. So it was the first time where I asked her to split something and I didn't want to ask. And finally I'm like, you know what? I thought she was, you know, because it, it was my idea. I thought she'd be like, no, let's not just, let's go do something else. Let's not spend yeah. through it. She's like, no, I get it. Those those fast lane passes are expensive. They're 120 a piece for those. Yeah. She's like, that's fine. Just send me um, a Venmo request. I'm like, oh, that was easy. Well, you were, I mean, I feel like there's a limit. You paying for everything is very nice. And I feel like a lot of women appreciate that when they have a guy who likes to treat them and, and pay for things. But there's a limit when if something costs over, I'd say if it costs over $200, and it's not a special occasion, it's just a random day, then that is worth splitting unless you are like married or engaged right. or living together, then maybe, okay, it's different, but it, you guys don't live together, you're not splitting bills or anything, so. And to be clear, yeah. I, I, like, I, she would split everything with me if I asked, I'm pretty sure, but I think she also knows it means a lot for me to go ahead and just take care of it too. Well, but yeah. It, but in this instance, I'm like, oh, that's, that's a chunk. For a random Sunday. For a few hours at Kings Island? <laughs> yeah. Last minute decision? Yeah. I don't know. I, I mean, what would you say that your is that your limit? $350? Like, what's the price where you're like, ooh, I, I should ask to. Well, like we went on a, I think we went on a. A trip or something, and I might have paid more than that for the one flight. I don't think we split that, but she bought something there. She paid for like the rental car or something, so it kind of worked out. But no, it's, Wait, it's, a, you, it's a gut instinct thing. When you went on a trip together, you guys didn't split the trip? No. Mm -mm. What? Well, I, I had a free that. ticket. I had a BOGO ticket, so it was kind of oh, like... Oh, well, still though, you well, didn't... But she, I paid for... 
We split. She paid for the hotel. No, it it okay, ended up so being. You did split we the just trip. didn't okay. like put all the numbers together and go. Boom. There's fifty percent. It was oh, like, okay. uh, let me go ahead and take care of this. I'll take care of it. Oh, it's okay, not okay. that big of a deal, all right? right. I no, I didn't pay for everything. Oh, that's what I thought. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> I'm like, no, dang. no, no. That's what my ex would have done. That's that. <laughs> yeah. Be like, oh, thanks. I mean, if someone offers, like, all right, you can pay. No, 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 no. no. I would have definitely asked that. I'm like. You might take care of that rental car. <laughs> Lights are not an Until there's rings on the fingers, yeah. I feel like you have to at some point split the cost. I think that uh, in my experience, when a man's trying to pay for something all the time, he's expecting something in return. Uh, oh. Wait a second. Wait, 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 wait. What are you thinking I'm expecting, Jerry? Oh, 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 oh. I'm not talking about you, Jesse. Just in general, men want to wine and dine a girl hoping that it's going to end in return favors. I don't... You know what? In today's world, I almost feel like it's the opposite. The slimy guys are the ones who, like, don't pay for everything, and then they still expect stuff from you. But, like, gentlemen are willing to drop money on a woman knowing that they're doing it just because they want to, they want to like, treat her. Right, right. You don't think? So I mean, I'm sure that's the case with Jess. Well, thanks. Uh, it, it is yeah. the case. I, yeah. I, I don't expect. You know what I expect in return? A thank you. <laughs> it, it, that's it. Like I, appreciation. We can't even try to paint you in that way. No one would believe. It. <laughs> no, no, yeah, right, Jesse yeah. like blushes if the topic like me? comes up. At the end of the day, last night she's like, "Hey, thank you for having the idea to do this today. Thank you for planning to do this." And that's literally all. That's all I need. Yeah. A little appreciation. Hopefully she'll hang out with you again. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Keep liking me, please. Yeah. <laughs> what about you? What do you think? Buddy, I, I've been with the same woman for 19 years. I'm not legally married to her. I'm raising two kids that physically ain't our kids. And I, I'm i the only income coming into a house, and I don't have a problem paying for it. Yeah, man. Sometimes a guy just steps up and does what's right for uh, hey, their that's partner. What a man's respons- yeah, man. That's what a man's responsibility is. Yeah, I'm with you there. I was born old school, and I believe in old school. Yeah. Right. Two old school guys on the it's phone right now. It's a dying breed, I'll tell you what. <laughs> <laughs> well. And I would know. <laughs> nature of me, but I'm telling you, that's just the nature of me. Yeah. All right. Yeah. We got some naturally good guys on All the phone right. <laughs> right here together. Thanks, bud. Thank you. Hey, thanks. Man, whenever I think of just like the most manly song possible, I'm like, this. The good, the bad, the ugly, and naturally good guys. Stepping up to the plate. That's right. Chivalry is not dead. <laughs> I mean, is it rare? Like, if you go on 10 dates with guys, what's the percentage where you feel like the guy would want something in return for spending 300 plus dollars on you? I mean, is it is it high? After 10 dates? No, no, no. Oh. Not 10 dates. One out of 10 guys. Oh, 50%? Yeah. Really? Yeah, if not more than 50%. Wow. But again, it depends how, but you, there's so many factors. How long have we been dating? How serious are we? Where, where, you, where you found them? Where you found them? You know? I've had, yeah. My ex, he paid for everything. You know, that oh, I've yeah. dated guys who ah. I pay for everything. <laughs> <laughs> and they still want something in return. Yeah. <laughs> I might get in trouble for talking about this over the air. Oh, I'm all uh, ears. I am on the verge of attempting to cancel my soon-to-be sister-in-law's wedding shower that we've been 
attempting to plan for her. So I'm scared. <laughs> My mom's going to freak out when she finds out I'm talking about this on the radio, but I don't care. I'm a little bit upset right now. So uh, my brother and his fiance, they live out of town. They live in Washington, D.C. So it's hard to plan a wedding shower for her, right? They're getting married this fall. But when someone's out of town, you got to figure out when are you available to come to town and we'd like to throw this party for you. And it's been a nightmare trying to figure out what dates work for them to come to town. And finally, we got dates from them. And they're like, we'll be here in about a month to come and, and do things for our wedding because they're getting married here in Cincinnati. So I'm like, okay, what time frame, like what time works for you for us to throw you this party? Because obviously I know that you have things to do while you're here, but we'd like to throw this. It's going to be like two hours, mm -hmm. the party. I can't get a response. No one is answering me. So I'm in this group chat my mom and sisters and they're all like maybe we just throw a party and you know she's not there and we just invite our family together for a party and they can bring gifts and we'll just give her the gifts is uh, that crazy yeah that's i don't but know it's like well, if you can't nobody? come to the party then we're not throwing you a party listen right i don't go to wedding showers <laughs> um so i don't necessarily know how this works baby showers never attended but uh i would think if you're going to put all that effort in and the person is in town they should be there for it's again at max two hours. Does she does she want a wedding shower? Whose idea was it? It was our idea, but that's what we're supposed to do. I feel like it's, well. there's kind of like this unwritten rule with wedding showers that both families throw a shower for the bride. So like our family does one, and then her family might throw one. I don't know if they are, but that's well, how it usually. Here's goes. what I would do. How long has it been since you sent a text with no reply? The last text that hasn't gotten a reply I sent yesterday. But it's been 24 it's hours. Been 24 well, hours? I'll tell you right now what I would do. I would send a message directly and say, listen, I've sent a couple messages, including one <laughs> yesterday and then the one from last week, and I simply need to know the time. Please let me know if you have an answer to this question, because if not, that's fine, but we're not going to host a party that day. So please tell me right now, do you? I would be so direct that if they don't answer that, then cancel it and you don't even have to feel bad. I Or call. <laughs> Why don't you just call? Here's what I'm worried about. Do you hear how I'm a little frustrated right now? So I don't want to, I don't want to cause drama or oh. cause a fight, even though here I am talking about the drama oh. on the radio. I really don't want to cause drama. Uh, but my mom and sisters are trying to calm me down by suggesting other ideas. And they're saying, well, we could try this. I feel like I'm stressing out over this party. Just call. I just don't like wedding showers. Just Is call. that it? Do Maybe an, someone else should call. Do you have an opposition <laughs> I to call? I think I should call. If I call, I don't know if I'm going, uh -oh. I feel a little bit irritated and I don't want to come, I don't want to be rude. It's I'll like, just call your brother. You know, because then what? If you're rude and it's like, what, do you want the party or not? It's supposed to be something nice that we're doing for her. I don't know. Jesse, I'm telling you what, this is something that guys don't have to deal with. No, thank God. Guys just... All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms and you can also find it on uappodcast.com 
I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. I've, I feel like they just show up to the wedding and everything's there. And women are like, we have to throw a party for her and then her family's going to throw a party and who are we going to invite? Ladies, just, ratchet it down a little bit. Like This is too much stress. It's out of control. This is too much. This like, is, I don't, I don't Remember like a couple months ago, I said wedding showers, baby showers, they're not good. They yeah, just I'm cause drama. Are you feeling it? I'm feeling it now. You getting irritated? I would call your brother. <laughs> Can I call your brother? <laughs> Should we call him on I would the like radio? This, I would like this situation to be resolved. <laughs> yeah, let me right. call him and be like, let me tell you how angry your sister is right now. I'm going to get in trouble for this. I want to tell you what it is like when you purchase a fast lane pass at Kings Island. I've never done that at any amusement park or anything like that. I've never done it either. I mean, I've had fast passes at Disney World. That's different. But this is like going to Kings Island. It is a separate pass that you buy on top of your park admission. But it gets you a wristband. And for most rides, it allows you to walk in the very, very short line. They have their separate line that is... I'm going to say 90% shorter than the main line. So you are, so, okay, can you give me, I know every ride sure. time is different. Give me an estimate on how long you probably waited in line with the Fastlane pass. Oh, the longest, the longest was probably 10 minutes. And that was due to oh, like wow. ride error. Not ride error, but like they, it was something. Yeah, like sometimes it, it you got to wait a second. And they were yeah. on the phone and they were trying to figure something out. I can Maybe 15 minutes max. Wow. Every other one was like like the beast, for example. Yeah. We waited 60 seconds. Like we walked right up. We oh walked right gosh. up and, and they they literally paused the regular line. If a fast lane person walks up, they're like, okay, you you go to three and four. And you just walk right up. Whoa. All right. Yeah. And so we did it. And again, on top of a regular park admission. And like even Eiffel Tower at King's Island had a fast lane. And I was like, oh, this is nice. I've never been on the Eiffel Tower at King's Island. Really? Yeah, never. It's really good. It's cool. I mean, it's it's not a it's not a thrilling roller coaster or anything, but it's cool to see the view. Yeah, you know what that there. was good for yesterday? To to confirm in my brain that the wildfire smoke was indeed why it was so smoggy. Oh, it was yesterday bad. was ridiculous. And it was. you Google it, I'm like, oh yeah, that is. But the fast lane pass that we paid for was $120 per person. On top of regular park admission. On top of regular. And, but we didn't get to the park till maybe two o'clock. And we left at seven. So five hours, knock out like 45 minutes for eating and hanging out. We rode every single ride and rode Diamondback twice. Which a lot of times I've always felt in the past when I leave Kings Island, there were rides that I'm like, dang, we didn't get to ride that one, but it's time to go. No, you know what the, so, you know the thing that probably took the most time? Walking from one part of the park to the next. Yeah. I was like, oh, dang, we just rode, you know, whatever, um, a Banshee. Oh, I do want to go back to Orion. Oh, that's at least a six minute walk. And it, oh, oh, you want to go back to Diamondback? Oh, that's at least a 10 to 12 minute walk to okay. get all the way back over there. But it was great. If you're in a pinch and you're like, I just want to like knock all these rides out. 
100%. So overall, would you ever go back to Kings Island without the Fastlane Pass? Yeah. Now that you've experienced it, I would, would you? Oh, well, here's the difference. I'd get there the moment the door, the gates open. We got there at two and the park had already been open for four hours, so it was packed. But if you get there right away, you cannot, the lines aren't as long at first. Okay, and, so you or feel go, like you can knock out a few. And if the threat of rain, <laughs> if there's a threat of rain, all of a sudden those lines get real short. Yeah. Still, though, once you experience something like that, it's hard to go back to the I other know. way. I'm aware of how good it can be now. Yeah. But that was cool. I'm glad I did. You see this story about Miranda Lambert at her show in Vegas. She stopped in the middle of it to call girls out for taking selfies. Okay, here it is. Something Stop right here for a sec, Danny. I'm sorry. These girls are worried about their selfie and not listening to the song. It's pissing me off a little bit. Sorry. We're here to hear some country music. Tonight I'm singing some country damn music. Shall we start again? Okay, I have thoughts. Um, yeah, me so too. Girls are taking a selfie, I guess, near the front. Miranda stopped the song, said... They're pissing me off. They're taking selfies. I don't like it. They were supposed to come here for music. And I'm like, even I'm not a selfie person for the most part, but there are times where I want to document who I'm with and I want to have that photo. So, you know, selfies happen. Uh, that was my thought process. I First of all, I love Miranda and I love that she's always kind of like sassy. I, I That's why I like her so much. But this, I cannot agree. You don't know if these people, maybe they, have, they haven't seen each other in years. They're at the show in Vegas. You know how much those concerts, those are yeah. generally more expensive than other concerts. Like they paid a lot of money to sit in front like that. And they probably, maybe they all got together. Like that could be a really special occasion for someone. They want to take selfies to have those memories for life. I will say this. Like if what? you, let's say you're trying to take a, it's a soft moment, the show, and it's kind of dark in there. And you're just taking photo after photo and flashes are going off and it, it it's distracting in some way. Maybe that's different. Maybe. Maybe. But uh, I, I don't see what the big deal is, honestly. P- yeah, pictures are really special. Like, you never know. These these Those are memories that you can look back on years and years from now. I think that pictures are just as important sometimes as, like, being in the moment at the actual event. Those pictures, you don't know, you know. Yeah, Miranda Lambert went off on some, uh, some girls at her concert in Vegas uh, for taking selfies. Um, you know what it kind of sounds like? The way she sounded there when she reprimanded them is how I sound when I start getting hangry. <laughs> oh, it's like irrational. She Maybe she's a little hungry. But it's <laughs> irra- like something irritates you a little, but normally you wouldn't correct it. And in that instance, she's like, I'm so hungry. I'm, I'm not even going to hold back. I'm going to say what I'm thinking. Yeah, it was, or maybe it's a pet peeve of hers. Maybe. And normally she holds it in. And, yes. Because I'm sure from her side of things, if she sees that all the time, it feels like no one even cares about the music anymore. They just take pictures. Well, and she writes the song. So it's like emotional for her to perform some of these. But, but other people are like, I just know the words to them. Like, I don't know the whole backstory. I'm here for the concert and I'm here to have memories and I want pictures to document those memories. Well, I know it's not going to stop you from taking photos. No. You do and love if, a good photo. Imagine if that was you getting called out. Oh, I'd be so mad. Really? I w- yeah, I wouldn't want to stay for the rest of the concert. You'd be like, girl. Jesse, I know I'm always late to things, but you can no longer give me a hard time. Oh, you think? It is a medical condition called time blindness. Yes, doctor. doctors <sighs> are even saying uh, it is a struggle 
for people to balance their focus between things they like to do and things they have to do. So if you're chronically late, you might have time blindness where your brain just literally cannot understand like the concept of time. You're doing something that you want to do. There's something that you have to do and you can't figure out how to, to balance that out. As a therapist once told me, oh great, you've got behavioral issues. <laughs> so no, listen, well, listen, for running late. First of all, I have this problem. I'm not going to call it time blindness, but 100 percent, the things that throw me off are things that I want to do, not the things I need to be doing when I'm when I show up late to something. It's like. You know, let's say I need to run downstairs and get a shirt out of the dryer that I'm going to wear. Like, it's literally something I need to do. When I'm down there, I'm like, oh, yeah, I forgot to take things out of the washing machine. Let me hang those up. Well, there's seven minutes. Yeah. And and, and then it just all adds up eventually. The only time I'm perfectly on time is when I, in my head, plan everything out and I count for distractions. And I budget time for distractions and then I'm always on time. But then it's some ridiculous amount of time it takes me to get ready. I'm either early. I I always say I'm either early or I'm late. And usually when I'm early, people are like, well, dang, you got here early. And I'm like, what do you want? You want me to be late or you want me to be early? Because there's no on time in my brain. Yeah, because that's such a weird concept, right? Being right on time, right, Anna? I can't. I I try. I really you do. Totally Look, could. Listen, you totally could. Listen, it's a medical condition. No, I I, that's a bunch of crap. I'm not going to listen to that. But listen, doctor. let me tell you. Seriously, if you think about it in advance and you're like, I'm going to be at the radio station, what is today? uh, Monday? So, I don't know. What time do you want to get here tomorrow? 11 a.m.? Sure. Let's just say. Okay. Well, think about it in the morning. Like, you wake up. Just think about all those things that you're going to do and the amount of time it takes you to drive over here and really budget the amount of time it's going to take you and you will be here right on time. How much time is it going to take me to sit here and calculate up minute by minute? Well, you want to... Okay, well, that's your problem. You don't want to think about it. I mean, that that takes time in itself. I feel like I just... Lack of planning. It's not a... I plan. I have the problem. I have the same problem. I feel like I'm organized. The only thing is I'm not making an excuse for it. You're calling it time blindness. This... Okay, this does say it's not an actual medical condition, but doctors do use time blindness as a way of talking about the concept of losing track. Okay. Listen, if a doctor says, Jesse, I, you can't argue with a medical professional. Well, you've done this it plenty is... of times. <laughs> you don't believe anything. I'm just saying, next time I'm late, I'll be like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I suffer from time blindness. Please just don't say that. <laughs> to my manager? Just don't like, say anything. Yeah, okay. I'll just, I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt. Just don't say anything. <laughs> Jesse and Anna's Truth Jar. Okay. Every day we take a question out of the truth jar we've got sitting in here. It's just filled up with all different kinds of questions. And take turns on who has to answer. Jesse, it's your turn. What is something that you wish you knew earlier in life? Um, oh, wise one. <laughs> uh, the power of networking. Oh, Nerdy. Okay. I know it's not super exciting, super flashy, but this goes all the way back to when I was a kid and I didn't work in radio and it was always like, it's not what you know, it's who you know. Okay. And I'm, I hate, I still really don't like that phrase. It's true though. But networking is the power of like meeting other people and having them. So like, you just don't understand, like like if you, me, me and you, Anna, run into like a TV personality, right? Which yeah. we did over at uh, the Celebrity Softball game the other night. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe they're going to do a story here in six months. Uh, or, or they, you know, they follow us on social media and they see we've got something crazy going on. Maybe they'll do a TV story about us. 
That came out of networking. Okay, Um, yeah, you're right. But the thing I had to learn about it, because uh, there is a way to do it where it's like a calculated way to network. Like, let's say you're on an email or you get like a daily newsletter from like RadioWorld.com or something. If you see somebody has some good news, send them an email. Hey, congrats. Like, that's networking. It's little tiny things where you just try to put your name in their brain. People do it all the time. I get people networking with me all the time, and it makes perfect sense. But, yeah, you form all of these connections. They open all these opportunities, and I never wanted to do it before because it felt uncomfortable for me. To Um, reach out to somebody that you don't know. Yeah, but now, now you see why I'm on, like, these conferences and stuff. I go to these work meetings out, yeah. out of town. I'm in the, cause I'm surrounded by all these decision makers and all these people that I respect and I know them. And now I know these other people and it's like, Oh, it's just made things so much Way better. Way to put your name out there. And I think sometimes too, when you're networking, you don't, you're not even sure if it worked. You're like, ah, they probably won't remember me. And then you're always shocked when months later they do reach out and they're like, well, yeah, I remember meeting you. And you're like, Oh yeah, it worked. I got to tell you something though. Having an identical twin helps so much because there is value to him networking with other people <laughs> because then I can meet that person too and I already have a leg up because they know who my twin is. Or they might think that you are yes. your twin and they're like, oh, Joey, how yes. you doing? It is. I have, well, actually. I've cashed that card in a couple times, by the way. <laughs> so I saw Jason Aldean was performing in Connecticut Saturday night. Videos started circulating that right in the middle of a song. He runs off stage yeah. and never comes back. And all we knew instantly is that it was really, really hot. And then there were rumors going around that maybe he had heat stroke and needed to go get help. He's addressed what uh, happened. This is what he said. Just uh, one of those things, man. It was hot. I was playing golf all day yesterday and then got to the show and just uh, I think it was a combination of dehydration and just heat exhaustion. So here a lot of stuff going around, heat stroke, all this stuff. Uh, I don't think it was quite that serious, but it was pretty intense last night at the show. And something just kind of, I knew it was coming. I was trying to get through as much of the show as, as I could. And eventually it was just like, I knew it wasn't going to happen. And I was trying to uh, get off stage and figure out what was going on. Yeah, I, I saw that. Um, it was only after like 20 minutes of him. Oh, was that performing. it? Yeah, it was not long at all. So they're looking at ways of how they can like, refund people no they're gonna make the show those up. tickets or they're, make the show they're gonna up. redo okay. the show yeah yeah he he apologized um i mean he's gonna be a cincy on um this friday so but man i learned that lesson about heat exhaustion 50 no forever 2005 i was at the kentucky speedway for a tim mcgraw concert and i had hardly been drinking any water and long story but i decided to race up a set of like super long stairs okay. with a coworker. <laughs> And uh, first of all, I won. But second of all, (laughs) within like a half hour, I was like, I feel sick. I feel sick. And they had to take me to first aid on a golf cart. And I remember going in that air-conditioned room. They started giving me water. And the, I guess the medics were like, if it's this hot, you have to literally drink one bottle of water after the next. Yeah. Just keep drinking. Yeah. And you'll know. Because if you don't have to go to the bathroom, that's how much you're sweating. So you have to keep replacing it with liquids. With water. I've never experienced that. So what? Do you feel kind of nauseous? Your head starts hurting. You start feeling nauseous. Yes, like smells. Because somebody said something about, like, I could smell like a burger cooking somewhere and it made me want to throw up. Like, you just, you're nauseous and your head hurts. Oh, yeah. But if you get to that point, you're already on the downhill. So you have to get cold air and water. And I started feeling better. 
Um, well, yeah, I drank like five or six bottles of water and did not have to go to the bathroom. Like, that's how dehydrated That's I how I felt on Friday at the Eric Church concert. I mean, it's it kind of nice, to be honest with you. It's yeah. Like, oh, don't have to worry about that part of my life for a little bit. <laughs> yeah. I could stay here and continue Every to party. 30 minutes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Break the it was seal. A, it yeah. was a nice relief for me, I'll be honest with you. Friday night was the Eric Church concert at Riverbend, and the ladies were after you, Jesse. <laughs> Hardcore. I don't know why. I had been there for like three, four hours. I was sweating like crazy. Yeah, but then you did freshen up. You brought a change of clothes. I know. I've learned that less than a couple of years ago. Yeah. Well, we sit out there for a few hours before the show starts to do our show. Yeah. And at one point, Jesse's standing by the B105 truck and a woman comes up and she gets real close to him and she's like, you smell so good. Kisses him on the cheek and grabs his butt. Yeah. All we And then runs off. And we just kind of looked at each other like, uh, did that just, that happen? Yeah, it did. She strutted off to like, mm, look at me, I'm sexy. <laughs> and I'm just like, Anna is laughing so hard. I She's like, what? It. Did that just happen? I'm like, yeah. And like, I had this look on my face like, you must be new to this if you don't think this is normal. This is Have somewhat normal. Have you ever had someone come up and kiss you? Yeah, like it does that? happen. Yeah, no it happens. Why. Well, yeah. Well, and then she came back later. It was like maybe an hour later and I was standing there and that time I wasn't prepared for it. She came up, she's like, hey, baby. And she grabbed my butt <gasps> again and then ran off again. And uh, my friend um, from one of our other stations was standing there and she's like, hey, lady, keep your hands to yourself. No, like, would oh, you? Man. I'm shocked that you didn't say anything. I mean, the lady wasn't sober. Well, so there's yeah, that. She was so I'm not going to like solve any major problems. I wasn't super offended. Okay, I was just like, yeah. whatever. Like, it, I, if I wouldn't want it to happen again, like yes. it got to a point where, like, okay, now you're just assaulting me. But the first one <laughs> yeah. was kind of funny, and I was like, that is very bold of you. That's I'm. No one does Impressed. that for the most part. Yeah. And then the second time, I'm like, okay. you're pushing it now. But if she would have done it again, I'm like, hey, don't do that. So, well, if the roles were reversed, I know, I and that a guy too. came up to me and did that to me, I can tell you, I would not have been laughing. It's crazy. Yeah, no, I... I, in fact, yeah, I wouldn't have been very nice, I don't Honestly, think. the first time she did it, I felt good because she complimented me. She's like, you smell good. I'm like, oh, it's nice to get a compliment. Well, <laughs> what is it? What do you wear? Blue? Oh, light blue? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> light blue? It's like this, like, like oh, magical right. men's cologne. Thanks so much. I didn't realize I was inviting her to come back another time. Earlier... Today in our work meeting, all of our coworkers are like, oh yeah, 900 million in the Powerball jackpot. Yes. Because there are a group of our coworkers who every time this happens, they go around and throw in money yes, to buy do. tickets mm -hmm. and then they get all excited. And I fell for it in the beginning, but I stopped doing it because I realized like. We never win. Yeah. Well, first of all, because <laughs> you feel like you want to be a part of something. So it's like they come around, they're like. You know, we $10. all went in. We got about 20 people that went in. I'm like, wow. But then I'm like, no, we never went. And today in the meeting, they were like, we won 24 bucks. I'm like, <laughs> wow, that's so great. So everyone gets a dollar. That's enough for everybody to get a dollar back. But no, they don't even give you the money back. They reinvest it into the next jackpot. Yeah. So you never really win anything. I don't. But then again, what, what if they won? I'd what be if? so mad. I wouldn't even be happy. I'd just be mad. <laughs> I, I just don't, I just really don't think it's going to happen. Like the odds are so against it. I know. It's fine. I get it. I think it's, you're, you're paying a little bit of money for the hope and the dream of yeah. it almost. It's like, oh, there is a chance, but what's funny how they kind of guilt trip us a little bit too. 
be like, yeah. hey, you want to put in for it? I'm like, nah. They're like, really? I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. Are the odds one in 200 <laughs> or 200, 300 million? Because it's, uh, yeah. no, I'm fine. See, I always have an excuse because I'm just like, nope, I don't got any money. That is my Spent excuse. Spent it all too. this weekend. <laughs> Which, by the way, is true. Well, I have money. I just never have cash. Yeah, that's fair. They'll be like, Venmo me. Oh, uh, no. See, no, I don't like that. Uh-uh. Jesse and Anna's emotion of the day. My emotion today is FOMO. I know that's not an emotion. That's, but. that's your emotion every day. <laughs> Fear of missing out. That's what FOMO is. And what am I missing out on? I don't know. You tell me. It's a Monday night. But something inside of me feels like I should have plans. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's talk about this real what? quick. I get if you're at home and you find out, if you find out that your friends are out doing something or you already know that they're going to have something. Yeah. I get having fear of missing out of something that you're aware of. Yeah. But are you telling me that you have FOMO for things you don't know exist? Yes. Are I've you, got FOMO for plans that aren't even there. You know what? Can I say how this... Ma- I saw this manifest in Anna the other night. One night, did we go play <laughs> softball Thursday? Yeah. We we were there for like three hours. And like <laughs> it was like 30 minutes before the game was over. And we were, me and Anna really weren't playing. And I was like, all right, let's go ahead and head out or whatever. She's like, well, something tells me we need to stay. What if something <laughs> happens when we leave? I'm like, like What? Like a photo? She goes, well, something could happen. But yeah, like a photo. I'm like, well, just say that. Like, you really wanted to get a photo. But I'm like, what What else is going to happen? I just felt like, what if something big happened and then we left? I'd be so mad. And nothing happened, by the way. <laughs> what if that soccer player, uh, Acosta from the FC, was just like, I just want to take like seven selfies with you, Anna. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then you'd be like, oh my gosh, he could, he, he was taking selfies with everybody. I could have had that. Yeah. Is that the way your brain thinks? I, yeah. Or like, I, they're like, since you guys played tonight, everyone's, we're going back to an after party. Or, oh, I don't know. I don't know. God, what no, I, that, that, honestly, that's the most honest answer. I think you. Yeah. Like I just, I, oh, I just always want to have fun uh, all the time. It's well, a hopefully you have good enough friends. If you leave, they'll just let you know. I don't think any, it's a Monday night. Nothing's going on. Uh, my emotion today is, um, it's not even emotion. I just feel old. Oh, Jesse. Yesterday I rode every roller coaster at Kings Island and I was grunting when we would hit those turns. It'd be like, <laughs> like, like there was a spot. I love, I think it's the racer. I love it. And right before you go get to the very end, you make that turn, you hit a dip. And I was like, this is such a fun ride. <laughs> <laughs> like, it hurts. Oh, no. And uh, the old flight of fear, whatever it's called now. Yeah. That one about took me out. <laughs> I cursed during that ride. Did you? Oh, yeah. Right out the gate. I'm like, darn it. <laughs> yeah. Not old. to mention walking down the hall earlier today. Chester's like, <laughs> oh, man, I was walking all day. The left side of my foot hurts. <laughs> yeah, I just limp like, every time I have, a, if I've like, been sitting down for a while. Walking around. Kings Island all day. I'm like, dang, man. I know. So I'm feeling old. All right. All well, right. you have FOMO and I old. I'm old. We're just an absolute mess. <laughs> hey, it's Jesse and Anna. Thank you for listening to our podcast. If you enjoyed listening, you can hit the subscribe button. You can listen to us anywhere you get your podcasts. And also, don't forget, we are live in Cincinnati weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern. Stream us at B105.com.